Aaron, I'm recording and you're recording. I'm recording and you're recording. Yes, that's true. Si, c'est vrai. We did it. We make podcast. Okay, you're going way past my my really bad French and Spanish, but <laughs> yeah. we'll go with that. Uh, I was actually hoping for Esperanto. What the f*** is going on down there? If you kept up with the society, you'd know the Esperanto word for podcast. Uh, I'm not going to tell you. I can't say it actually in a recording. It's illegal right now. <laughs> um, but what's not illegal is that we're recording a podcast. Hey, Aaron, welcome. We're WTFT at TCG at WTFT of WTCG offshoot podcast. Hi, Aaron. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi. Uh, we have some TCG stuff we want to talk about because it's new. It's news, and I think it's exciting, and we want to talk about it, so we're going to do that. Energon Edition. Uh, this was uh, over the course of, I believe, 14 days uh, or less. No, it was like a week. A week. Oh, no, they were 14 doing, was they the were, number. Yeah, yeah it, it's 14 letters in Energon Edition, and everybody was sitting there like, End one? End Nedion? I kind of was was staring at the point where I saw someone uh, guess Energon Edition about a day and a half ago. Because mm-hmm. the final two letters were the two N's, so it was Energo Edisho. Yet, yeah. still there weren't. There were still a lot of people going like, "Man, what's what is this? I can't suss yeah. this out." And I'm like, "I'm like, well, fellow there said Energon Edition. If you add in two N's, I can't imagine if we're that close to the. Hmm. Okay. Well, and then we found out, hey, it's Energon Edition. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, our version hey. of MTG's Mythic thing. The Mythic Celebratory Pack, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, they've done three of them. Uh, the first one was very cool, and then they kind of grew less interesting and more disastrous as time went on, mm-hmm. uh, which I spectated. I almost bought the War of the Spark one in a moment of, of enjoyment of War of the Spark. And Isn't I, that for, like, the 14 minutes that it was live online? Yeah, I saw it. I, I could have put it in my cart, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. And I was like, no, I shouldn't. I don't think I care enough. I, like, I wanted the Ugin full art. I like Ugin. Okay. Uh, and then that was, I think, was that the one where there was a huge debacle and then there were cancellations and there were uncut sheets and blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. It was a mess. I think so. Because there were cancellate, there were like people that got charged for two and then other people that didn't get charged for any. And then there was an apology that went out of an uncut sheet. But then people's post offices were like folding these big packages that say do not fold yeah. in half. And then there were also like. Well, there, there, uh, there was also a second party involved, that being eBay, and apparently between Hasbro and eBay as corporations, there was a colossal amount of uh, of mess. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's not going to be a problem with this uh, Energon edition thing, because Wizards is selling it themselves, because they have a storefront. Uh, thank goodness. <laughs> I didn't want to go through eBay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, this is this is like a, a, this is a mythic edition. It's celebrating the one year anniversary of the TCG. It is focused very much on Wave One. Uh, beating around the real important thing here, the video that they put up. By the way, I like how it opened on the t- on like the crowd pops, and then mm-hmm. it, it was like it was like slipstream cliff jumper. And then it's like, and agility of Bumblebee. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, cliff, cliff jumper yeah. and slipstream. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, 
So this is um, six character cards. Uh, as, as it's been described, they're done in very fancy material, uh, semi-translucent credit card-like material, which is yeah. incredibly exciting to me. That's like right up my alley. Uh, new art, new borders as well, or new frames is the word. Yeah, uh, I love the frames. Yeah, they look very slick. Uh, I'm curious, like how the translucence will work. Like you know, there, it, it's not very easy to tell in any of the photos necessarily. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm hoping that like the smoky gray bit around the name is kind of see through ish. Well, yeah. So the if you look at the way that the names are on either side, and the like, the tag locations are. Oh yeah, those are the same layout. Oh, that's got to be like a <laughs> same, same with the same with the box Ooh. around the the character text and the like changed way for the stats block. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. Any of that could be kind of window like. Yeah. Hi, hello. I'm a time traveler from the future of several days after this recording took place, which by the time you're hearing this is actually in the past for you the listener anyway those silver bordery things they're talking about those are see-through uh there's a video that transformers tcg social media put up they are completely see-through it's fairly cool so that, to me that's that's kind of the massive draw of this is these fancy pants celebratory character cards uh featuring cliff jumper and slipstream which is, mm-hmm. i mean this is not like it's tremendously easy to get them but it means that you don't have to rely on a 2018 convention pack uh, that you you know how much those packs are at least right now like th- what two fifty three hundred three hundred and three fifty are eBay listings uh, let let me double triple check here so that I cannot be accused of uh, shenanigans I uh, yeah the two hundred sixty dollars buy it now uh, three hundred dollars for a lot including three hundred and thirty uh single cards going for 95 92 there's a sealed pack for 500 mm-hmm. somebody trying to uh maybe slip that one out that might be a new listing i bet somebody's trying to get ahead of the uh of this release hmm. i'm curious how this is going to impact that that uh pack because it's it's arguable precisely what in that pack at any given point is maintaining its value outside of just rarity uh mm-hmm. i mean cliff jumper definitely caused a spike of some kind mm-hmm. and then as far as i understand it all out attack is now ridiculously hard to get a hold of more so than before uh, okay. I played against uh, local local fellow Ryan Besito is running a, an anticipation cars with triple all out attack to try to ensure to have one in hand within the first two turns. Uh, okay. And that is actually a thing. Uh, he proved me wrong about all the times where I said all out attack is OK. Uh, it is useful to be able to basically sacrifice one of your opening team to obliterate one of the enemy characters once you have the yeah. opportunity uh, in the opening turns. So. Yeah, we'll see how this affects that. The, the 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 upside is slipstream and cliff jumper, even with all out attack showing some legs and and uh, maybe tandem targeting system someday coming coming around. Slipstream and cliff jumper were always for most people like the two where it's like these are two whole characters that are hard to get mm-hmm. a hold of, and so they're in an expensive mythic uh, edition type thing. So they're not like I said, they're not you can just buy them off the street or anything. But new printings, as far as I know, these are all legal. Um, if I had one little qualm, I really would have liked to see all out attack and tandem targeting system in here as well, just to, to close the book on all that. Yeah. Hey, it's a time traveler again. So uh, we had another reveal uh, some days after this podcast, which was supposed to be a reveal that happens in December, apparently, and uh, it was done earlier because people like myself were yelling about this. So Energon Edition will include one foil copy of All at Attack and one foil copy of Tandem Targeting System. Now, obviously, especially with Tandem Targeting System, we are 
looking at an old discussion we had back when the San Diego Comic-Con pack came out, which had one tandem targeting system in it. However, all of that aside, at least that's a thing that is relevant to the Energon edition. I'm happy they're in there. Should they have been playsets? You'll find a heck of a lot of discussion about that. Also, a little spoiler for later on in this thing, uh, a lot of discussion about whether or not people want the Wave 1 boosters. So going forward from here, I, the time traveler, will try to leave you all alone. Just bear in mind that the rest of this recording, we did not know that those two cards were going to be included, and also we had not whatsoever looked to see how people were reacting to the Energon Edition, or even more specifically, the Wave 1 boosters included therein. Time Traveler out! So hopefully if, if this is a thing that they are thinking of doing more than this one time, uh, those two cards uh, could find their way into one of those things, because the battle cards in this are playsets, uh, and, yeah. and foiled with new art, should mm-hmm. mention. But and the thing is, though, they're also very related back to the cards that are in the set. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They... I mean that that's that's the whole theming for that. So, I I wager if there was an all out attack or tandem targeting that like if they could find a reason to say like, hey, these match there thematically, then yeah. I mean, I mean, let's be real. SDCC 2018 pack is is a pretty tight theme, right? Uh, also, uh, all out attacks greatest use that I've seen so far is with cliff jumper and tandem targeting system has planes on it. Yeah, <laughs> but start. What, what's what's more cliff jumper? Start your engines for the cars deck, or all out attack? I actually don't have a good answer uh, because my my experience playing against cliff jumper has been that all out attack setup. Uh, both of those okay. cards get I, used in it. Uh, don't get me wrong, yeah. but uh, say, I think just about everybody else would uh, go with start your engines before all out attack. But you can go on and keep living in your weird I, Canadian I would say island. All out attack matches cliff jumper more than tandem targeting matches slipstream. Like when I think slipstream, I do think bombing run because uh, mm-hmm. that that tidies up nicely with her planes assistance mechanic. Uh, the other characters in this are basically the two thirteen star rares: Optimus Battlefield Legend, Megatron Living Weapon, and the two super rares. Uh, so that, those four cards, like if I was going to say premium up for wave one cards, it's like, yeah, do the two 13 stars and the two super rares that, that kind of represents, mm-hmm. you know, at a glance, a lot of pulls. If you want to get real meta about it, one could say, oh, Grimlock instead of Megatron, but then, uh, sure. Okay. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> then you're not matching like faction parody and other issues. We can and... come up with lots of reasons not to do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so the cards coming, uh, the battle cards coming with these with Cliff Jumper, it's Start Your Engines. With Slipstream, it's Bombing Run. With Optimus Prime, it's the Ion Blaster. Uh, with Megatron, it is the Fusion Cannon. With Bumblebee, it's his agility. And with Nemesis Prime, it is Cargo Trailer. Hell yes! Premium art Cargo Trailer. I'm happy about that. I just built a deck with cargo trailer in it that made me very excited. Uh-huh. Uh, also, there's some dice. Uh, Energon cubes. They're swirly blue, translucent-ish looking. Probably more swirly than translucent. Uh, dice, they are they are technically damage counters. They are also just straightforward six-sided dice with numbers on them. Um, that's cute. Uh, honestly, for an official damage counter, I really would have liked to see something flat and flippable because I think that that's actually just physically better than dice for this game. Uh, I know everyone uses dice, but I hate dice. <laughs> All it takes is one person putting the damage counters on their character and going to flip them. And it has happened constantly. And it is so irritating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was, I, I would have liked for these to be flip over flat damage counters. That, that said, like, whatever this, that's like the fourth thing in the package, technically. Um, 
And there's also a booster box of Wave 1 that comes with this, which is very Mythic Edition-esque, and I believe there is some, like, actual reason why that's done. I recall vaguely there were talks around when the first Mythic Edition dropped, when people were really biting into the thing of, like, you're telling us this is a Fancy Pants draft box, and I think that bundling it with all these cards is some kind of thing that I can't actually identify as a layman. But um, I could see it being uh, a way to appeal to other people because, frankly, frankly, even before like we were getting letters, I had seen a lot of people, and I'd kind of been thinking about it myself, mm-hmm. of like trying to get another box of Wave One because mm-hmm. there's still a lot of power, a lot of a lot of staples in Wave One, and so I think it's a good way to say like, hey. For people now that are starting to maybe get into it a little bit later, that they'd come in on it on Wave 2 or Wave 3, yeah. or now Wave 4 here uh, Friday. Um, wow, Friday, dang. Um, like, this this has got another way to get, you know, some Wave 1, along with having the value of these premium cards to the guarantees, um, the cool cube, like, for as many of those are going to be pitched by people, just the the box that it goes in with the slide out part I, for the like the battle cards and the dice and the big inner John cube thing that drops down on top and covers it all up. <clears throat> I think that this is a good way to that like for the consumer, hey, you're getting another box worth of wave one. If nothing else, there's value in that. Mm-hmm. And depending on your game store, that's eighty to a hundred and ten dollars of value. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and and then the premium stuff on the other side of it, you know, even if you were just going for individual card value, not to be all like, I guess, TFTCG finance on this. Well, then, then we can just say Slipstream and Cliff Jumper would cost you more than this thing. Yeah. Would cost yeah, you. The, S- <laughs> the, the SDCC pack, you know, is going to cost you more than that. So just those two cards, boom, there's your value and everything else is a gimme. Um, I mean, though the SRTs are still doing strong, and OPBL goes for as much as those Wave 1 SRTs last I looked. So there's a lot of value in this on top of it if these were just the other cards yeah, it's, um, it's like, versus it's being these bucks. cool Let, plastic. Let's just say, like, you know, with, with quote-unquote MSRPs and everything, like, it's 200 bucks. About half of that is that Wave 1 box. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the other half is all the fancy stuff. Um, and... Uh, like I, there's, I have a real like solid take on this that I'm really, I'm really feeling confident of, which is that this is just categorically better than the Magic Mythic Edition in in many ways. Uh, yeah, well, but, I think one of the cool things that Transformers can do that Magic can't is get weird oh, yeah. with with the the character cards because those aren't getting shuffled into a deck. There's nothing else going on with those where you have to keep the back the same or keep it in the same dimensions, even though anybody at a competitive level that would be buying something like this or a collector's level that would be buying something like this is probably going to be sleeving. Like, you can get get funky with it. Can we even sleeve those cards? Because how thick is that material? Like, we don't don't know that quite yet. You're looking to see if you can triple sleeve them still. Well, no, that's, I mean, that's a given. Um, I actually discovered how to do that with the advent of, um, uh, what is it, Art artwork-backed uh, sleeves from Japan that then require a protective sleeve for the artwork on the sleeve, is a thing I, I learned about. So you could, oh, so you're saying triple sleeve the 
I'm talking about the battle, the battle cards. cards. Yeah, the character cards. They they haven't quite yet made me all the tools I need. Actually, I want to quickly dial back because there's something I meant to say. Yeah, they have. Um, perfect, perfect fit, regular fit, hard case. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a Triple. hard case. It's, it's three. Is that a sleeve or is that a top loader? You know, it's it's an argument. That's I've a heard. top loader, but it's 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 three layers of protection there. Uh, people have made the argument. I I gotta cover something you, you mentioned before. Uh, because I think it's kind of, I, I, I didn't say it because I want to let you finish your point, but the idea that someone new to the game would just go like, well, I guess I'll pick up the Energon edition. Well, it, I'm not saying somebody that's entirely new, like, yeah. what is this? But like somebody that's been onboarded in a later way. Guess I'll, guess I'll pick up the, <laughs> the one year celebration collector set. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Collectors are weird. We've discovered this over the last uh, 10, 11 years of of doing the yeah. podcast and more time of everything else. Man, I'll, collectors are weird. Also, uh, I, I do think that if there had to be a booster box of packs added into this, it, it should be Wave 1. That is absolutely the right choice to make uh, mm-hmm. for all the reasons you mentioned. Wave 1 is full of staples uh, for a lot of popular decks. Uh, it, it's the place to get d- the double pip rares. And, hey, how funny would it be if you pull four of those character cards <laughs> uh, in their yeah. normal versions from those packs? Probably mathematically unlikely, but it would be pretty funny. Uh, if you did, um, but uh, yeah, like you were saying, and, and this is part of my my argument about why this is just better than the Magic Mythics is because of what we can do with character cards in this game. And mm-hmm. the thing about the Mythic editions that, in the end, will always kneecap them to some degree is that the fancy, the fanciest parts of the Mythic edition, all the fancy full art cards, are still cards. Yeah, uh, and it's it is. I, I've always bought into the argument I heard on uh, various YouTube channels of how difficult it is to buy the idea that some freshly printed cardboard is inherently more valuable than other freshly printed cardboard when sold by the company that makes the cardboard. Uh, it makes the mythic editions like just really odd to look at. You know that whole thing about you know the secondary market and how it can't be acknowledged, but you know, tap nose. Um, Mm-hmm. Our Mythic Edition thing, our Energon Edition, like we have some fancy cards, but they are battle cards, and we're given playsets of them, which is fantastic because that means that is uh, eighteen foiled alt art cards. Technically, it's you know six times three, and then our character cards are this like premium new material that like we have not had done yet. Like it's brand new, and it allows them to ship standing upright if they if if they ship like in the mm-hmm. box because they're not cardboard. So right, uh, it's just way more exciting to me. It's to be honest, like I was kind of you know I was, I was poking some fun at those Energon uh, damage counter dice. The only reason I'm kind of jabbing at them is because everything else about this package is so cool that those dice really feel like they they showed up and they weren't aware that it was like fancy dress night. They're like, yeah, damage counters. What's up? It's like, oh, <laughs> is this for the Energon edition? I'm sorry, um, but uh, yeah, the. Uh, if someone was already playing the game and had not yet gone back for some wave one, like obviously, yeah, this that's that's great for them. I'm I'm still into getting another box of wave one because I would like dupes of lots of stuff. Yeah, uh, I, I'm not against. I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I like to have lots of pre built decks, so you know that's not going to be for everyone. But you know, a box of wave one is if you start getting into the finance side, like you can feasibly have a decent uh, chance of opening stuff that you could then sell to hopefully to uh your local store to get some more booster boxes of stuff you're into um 
Either way. You gonna try and do the booster box game on Energon Editions? Uh, I was trying not to like name drop Magic the Gathering channels when I was talking about stuff. Uh, what gets in the way of a Transformers booster box game of trying to get your money back off a booster box is it is a hundred thousand times easier to resell stacks of Magic cards than it is Transformers cards. Yeah. Uh, in Toronto, there is precisely one store that actually takes in cards, and they are particular about which cards they take in. Um. I would have to imagine, given how people uh, over the last year have told me about difficulties they've had getting the game going locally, that that is not common to be able to just go and sell uh, Transformers cards to your store. Although, I wish more stores would react to that with like a little bit of, of um, what's the word I'm looking for, enthusiasm, because it means then they hmm. have single stock, and everyone yeah. playing this game would like to buy singles. <laughs> uh, at least in Toronto, I guess. But uh, yeah, this, uh, this Energon edition, it's out, what was it, December 2nd? Or is it December 1st? December 2nd. Uh, yeah. Cybertron Monday. Uh, 200 bucks on uh, Wizards Online Store, uh, thankfully. <laughs> um, I think this is overall quite a positive. I think it, it's incredible that our game has this in its first year. Uh, yeah. And and like I said, this is just better than the Magic one. It's more exciting than the Magic one. Uh, I feel less like I'm being asked to spend a lot of money to just gamble again, like with the Myth- Mythic Edition. Um, it's even presenting its guaranteed cards better. The Mythic Edition like puts them in booster packs mm-hmm. under this like like I get. I, I was yelling about this, and someone who likes drafting at uh, I think it was at Three Kingdoms was telling me it's kind of cool that like it's it's made so you can draft with these expensive full arts. And I'm like, okay, yes, sure, but yeah, f- for a lot of people, like they're probably buying it and just shredding it open and figuring out how to part out everything they don't want. And mm-hmm. with ours, like I just like we don't have that guys, you know, like our our fancy yeah. character cards. They are front and center. No, here. We're going to make them look nice, even, in the box. Uh, so uh, hopefully we don't run into any, like, problems actually being able to, to get a hold of this uh, with Wizards' own stores running it. Obviously, it can still crash, but with Hasbro having a much stronger online store right now than in past, uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm confident that it's not going to go terrible. Also, this is not magic. Uh, so we, we're not going to have that deafening amount of traffic. Like, you know, when magic mythic editions go up, you have stores trying to buy as many as possible through employees. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think we're going to run into that necessarily with this. Uh, it is expensive. Um, I, I saw someone actually quote, uh, one of those YouTube channels, uh, saying they can't wait to be told a Transformers product is not for them. Uh, this one is like, like, I don't think as a, as a player you need this, but I do think it's nice and I I don't think it's made for investors at all. Uh, yeah. Unless wave one boosters become gold in the next two months or someone's like somehow has projected that they're going to become gold. Like, and also, they're still in print. Like, I should clarify, as far as we know, Wave 1 is not out of print uh, as as of our recording. So, like, I just think this is, like, it's a, it's a nice fancy thing if you like the game. If you really need Cliffjumper and Slipstream, I could see this as being a bit of twist in your arm. Um, I'm glad that they're out there. I'm sure someone out there is going to part this out. It's probably not going to be cheap still to get Cliffjumper and Slipstream. But hopefully that just brings down their prices overall. Uh I don't know. Like, without I'm trying. I'm trying to be ver- as realist about this as I can, because uh, I am very excited about this. But uh, I, I, I am very, very uh, pleased with a majority of this box, and most of my qualms are minor. Um, mo- like my main qualm is really like 
not something I can I can go into much detail about because I don't know all the logistics. I I wish I could buy the Energon Cube and not the Wave One booster packs if I could have worked around that. Uh, but okay. I'm not like. I don't know. I'm not going to be mad that there's Wave 1 boosters in- involved. It would have been cool if this was a $100 thing with just the premium stuff. But uh, I, th- I think that would be a lot harder sell for a lot of people to be $100 and you get six characters and uh, um, math is failing me even still after uh, 18 like 18 battle cards. Battle cards. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, well, at, that, at that, like, it would be a lot harder by... I think even for me that that would be interested in it, but and just be like, like that cuts the other way a little bit too far. I, I should clarify, me and Aaron have actually we we went right ahead to record this podcast. We don't actually know how the community's responded yet because we wanted to to it just timed out really well for us to get our thoughts on right now. Do it without being soured on what everybody else is saying. The obvious, the obviously flawed ideas in this. Obviously, we can be flawed. We can be enthused about it now and then have our hearts broken later. Um, well, what I was going to say is is I'm I'm actually curious, like, the Wave 1 boosters included is the thing. I'm curious what responses will be to that because there is, like, a, a card collector side of that that I'm still very new to. And I actually don't really know if, if like, like you were just saying, like, whether the boosters not being there would actually make this less of a draw or more. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking for myself, like I said, I'm not against getting more Wave 1 boosters. Like, more cards, the merrier for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm I, I'm really hoping we can see this credit card material stuff show up more down the road. Like, this is precise. Like, the gold the gold foiling is, is cool. But now that this is on the table, this is incredibly cool for promo cards. Mm-hmm. Like this is, and also, like, you know, foiled battle cards... Uh, it's it's nice for those to finally exist, uh, I guess. Um, like they're they're fun to put into into decks. I think like foiled cards for decks you really like. Uh, mm-hmm. I I just I'm I'm loving that like the logical choices also mean like agility of Bumblebee. I wonder if we're gonna have like a fresh thrush of like agility of Bumblebee is funny to me because also we haven't had Bumblebee in the game for two waves. <laughs> so I'm like, man, there's not really like fresh yeah. tech for that card either. Uh, till we get another Bumblebee, uh, I think. But uh, cargo trailer, like Wave Four, I think is going to open up cargo trailer. So now we got premium cargo trailer. Aaron, um, any other thoughts on your end about this? Uh, anything that I might have forgotten to, to cover while we were talking about this? I I got in my joke about you trying to triple sleeve this thing. Um. Oh, you mean like? I mean, okay. I could try to sleeve the cube too. I mean, that's easy. You just get a Lexite cube that's slightly larger than that. They just sell things I like that. I was going to say Saran Wrap first, you know, triple sleeve. Oh, well, but... well, yeah. But yeah. see, that's not one entire thing. So I don't know. Would that count as a sleeve? It's, I, if you give me a big enough piece of Saran Wrap, I can make it. <laughs> what what, <laughs> what if you got, thing? like, you know, the, the window cling that you put on your windows in the winter and then you hit it with a hairdryer to get it to tighten up? What if you did that first? I was wondering about the logistics. And then the saran wrap, because that's going to be a little bit looser. The lo- so the, the, the window wrap is your, like, perfect fit. Yeah. And then the other one's the looser fit, and then the Lexite cube around it. The logistics of uh, heat treating and possibly vacuum forming plastic around the cube is something that actually did cross my mind. And then I was like, you know, I don't know what that cube's made of and if it will just combust if I try to do that around it. Well, I mean, you're not going to be throwing it in the oven. 
Yeah, but That'd you got to get, get that plastic to, to just a hair up. dryer. Just a hair dryer, man. Ah. On low is enough to get it to tighten up. That's all you're doing. I guess so. I was thinking about the way that people make uh, stormtrooper armor parts. Uh, no, vacuum forming. No, that would be silly. Would it be silly? Yes, Hang it on would a second. Be. In the context of this conversation that we're having about sleeving a cube, would that be yes. silly? <laughs> yes. Okay. No, because you got to have a whole vacuum form bed to do that right. I'm saying you can do you can do this at home with a hairdryer and like stuff you very well may have aside from the Lexite cube. And if you have Lexite at home, just ready to cut to make a box for this, good on you. But like two of those layers you can do by yourself, and then go for the third layer like some sort of crazy person. I like the. The real question is, do you have the other cards inside the cube still when you seal it up? I like the good on you that you threw. In. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, there are cool people out there that are crazy makers and want to do stuff like that. And hell yeah. Just, oh yeah, I got a half sheet of Lexite still sitting around. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Uh, and then they do stuff like that. And I sit here and wonder how to find motivation to do basic things. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that feeling all too well, not to get too deep into my side of things. But uh, Energon Edition, uh, the only other things off, off the top of my head, the new artwork on the character cards uh, is sweet. Um, a lot mm-hmm. of, I'm recognizing some of it. Uh, where is it? I was trying to find Nemesis. Because uh, when, when these teasers were going up and there were bits of artwork uh, and, and bits of photos showing up behind those, those Cybertronian letters, uh, Nemesis Prime is very much that power of the Primes. Uh, he's got that sword from the Amazon exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um so I recognize that Slipstreams uh, got. Is that not the head design she had on the pack foil, like the actual outer pack of that convention pack? Hold on, I have the outer pack of the convention pack there. Yeah, that's very. That is a similar head. That's just. I mean, pretty similar design altogether. Her cockpit is maybe more vertical in the artwork on the Energon edition than it is on the pack. Yeah. But it's it's similar. I would say they gave similar uh, key art to uh, this artist. Yeah, and by, said, by "Hey, way, do I, something like this." I, as far as I know, we 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 have not yet figured out who did the art on on these cards. Um, the uh, the I guess twelve new pieces of art on these character cards. I think these are new because, like, while, while Nemesis Prime does have that sword, that does not look like the packaging art that I recall uh, from that from that figure. I might be wrong. I'm kind of going off the top of my head. Um, also, I like the video they put up. Uh, mm-hmm. I, that, was, that was a pretty darn fancy video. Uh, had a lot of good graphic stuff going on. So whoever put that together, hey, thumbs up. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely hoping to get a hold of one of these. Uh, I, I Like I said, it, it's it's celebrating a game I really like. And I think it's it's pretty much put together quite solidly, especially for like the first go. Um, so uh, I don't know. There's some bullet point things off here. Uh, Aaron. Uh, overall, how are you feeling about this thing? Uh, give me a pro and give me a con. Uh, I feel pretty good about it. This hits for for what Transformers CCG is, where it can go and have fun with premium products. I think this hits. I think it hits it the nail on the head um, with the cards and and some foiled battle cards. Um, that. That I think is super pro. The packaging that comes with it, that that it fits into and around everything, um, I think it's I think it's money. Uh, a con is I, I'm kind of with you. I go back and forth on the box of wave one that comes with it. 
Yeah, I mean, we're in a unique position where you and I were, I think, at our hardest into this game during Wave 1. Yeah. So we have a lot of Wave um, 1, and and like I said, I'm okay getting more. Uh, yeah, I guess more what, I, what I'm thinking is I wonder if, like, uh, so, like, 30 packs, if it was, like, 10, 10, and 10, 1, 2, and 3, or something. Oh, like, hey, cool. this is this is the first year, and you get to see a little bit of everything in the first year. But it's also, like I said, it's also a matter of, like, where are these coming from? Is this specifically supposed to be, like, it's on the first year anniversary, and so we want to do it again of the first set? Or if there's some other, like, driving factor that, but that gets probably more into, like, you know, just the the idea that they started with and went so far down the road that then some schmuck like me coming along later, like, but I really would like to see 10 of each pack rather than 30 or with the same one, but, you know, you guys do whatever. Um, you know, that'd be maybe a, a a different thing because, like, do you think Wave, like wave 2 is going to get any sort of special... I can't imagine them doing thing. one of these for every single wave. Um, that's actually right. that's actually not a con. That's kind of a big question mark I have now. I mean, in yeah. let's assume that they even do another one of these. It can't. There's no way outside of using credit card material that a second one of these could just be this iterated. Because mm-hmm. by the time a second one of these happens, there is more than one wave. And if they were just to say, "Hey, here's a bunch of Rise of the Combiners," I think that would be way the hell less exciting. Uh, yeah, I'm also not like or not sure. Uh, I was going to say not sure. I'm more curious because uh, there's no way I'd be sure about the the wave one packs in here. Are these freshly printed for these boxes? Are they just busting open like leftover sealed stock to put in here? Is the collation on these packs identical to a booster box? Is there any different collation based on the improvements to collation from wave yeah, that, two onwards? That, that'd be a good question. I wonder if like, if they're still sealed wave one packs, if there's like, Hey, due to the fact that this has a, upc on it the ratios have to be the same due to europe's blind pack gambling laws or whatever yeah you know? like i'm, I'm really Cause, curious because it'd be cool if they went like hey one to 50 on super rares is kind of better than one in 72 uh let's mm. go with that or like i don't know if i've heard anything about like swap parts yeah, there's also the question of swap parts occupying a rare slot and not being usable in constructed. Uh, yeah, and it's just even even things like the fact that the the booster box of packs is split across two boxes. So I'm mm-hmm. like I'm like okay, well, how how was that packed? Uh, and and is that all coming from one pool of booster packs, or is are those are those fifteen pack pools collated separately? Or like is that two sets of collation, or is it one collated set of thirty packs? Uh, so there's a lot of like, and this is, these are also pieces of information that technically are none of our business as the buyers of this stuff. Like we, that's something we've learned with toy collecting over the years is like, there are some questions that one has where it's kind of like as a non, as a non-professional, not in the industry, it's actually not your business to know that part. Um, so that, that, those are questions I just kind of throw out there just in case any of them stick and we can't get answers about them like that collation stuff. If there was a precise necessity for the booster packs in this outside of just being another component of the set uh, overall. Um, but uh, yeah, like like my own, my, like my big pro is that like we got this on year one and did it better than magic uh, categorically. Um, 
by by doing like the most exciting thing you could do with character cards for me as far as like making them more premium outside of doing them from even fancier more expensive materials Mm. uh like this and and it is a, a a boon of this game that when it comes to doing premium styling like the character cards are inherently flexible uh, they can do. They can technically do anything with them because you never have to shuffle them. So, like, I would. Right. I would love to see them get even crazier with this somewhere down the road. It's like, hey, we're gonna do. Um, you know, like if it, it, like I don't know, Optimus Prime Battlefield Legend, for instance. It's an Optim- It's the fanciest Optimus Prime card or whatever. So we're gonna do a limited edition that is actually made out of metal alloys, various different colored metal alloys. They are colored using anodization. Uh, so it's like a simple it's a simple coloring job it's not like you know artwork color it's maybe art deco looking man even uh, like three colors doing an anodizations and masking and anodizations that's a lot of manual work oh yeah but just imagine though like the fact that like technically that would not make the card illegal to use in this game as far as like the game mechanics so i, I was just yeah. thinking like what's the fanciest uh make it a, a solid piece of platinum uh laser engraved with with uh, the card art in a monochrome scheme or something like that, like th- this, these are all you know unrealistic ideas. But the credit card material thing, it really fired some some uh, sparks in my head. Um, I've said a couple cons to be honest already. Like that was a big pro for me. Uh, like I, I mentioned, like the dice are kind of like they're neat, but you know, <laughs> and uh, it, it would be nice. I, I think it's not really a con because. The, it, now the door seems to be kind of open as this being a route to get them out there again. I really hope if we do get another one of these that we get all out attack and tandem targeting system out there just for the sake of those cards all being available to the greater player base outside of that pack. Um, mm-hmm. So really, like, the only major major con I see with this is uh, it's a lot of nebulous stuff. It's... Uh, or, yeah, I, Saying that's the only major con is actually pretty incorrect, given the way I talked about some other stuff. So I'd say if I was going to have a big bullet-pointed con, it is, uh, I really like this, and I'm not precisely sure how you iterate on this. Uh, It sets such a good precedent, but also not one that's easy to do sequels of, uh, you know, outside of the fancy pants character cards and the foil battle cards. And maybe that's all they need to do sequels to, you know? Mm -hmm. Um like like depending on response uh, that's the thing that also we you know we don't know really like i wonder if they might try doing it where there are no booster packs added in it is just like the cube and it's a little bit less expensive but also i think when i say like oh if they took out the booster packs it'd just be a hundred bucks that also might not be true we don't really know the manufacturing cost of credit card material Uh, yeah so those booster packs might be at a wholesale value and their inclusion somewhat masks the premium price of the character cards in this so Mm -hmm. i don't know like i don't really have a major con i guess i have just a little niggling ones uh that i mentioned before uh i'm actually just more kind of just curious about what this becomes and what precedents this has set that we might see sooner than another energon edition um you know with the foiling and everything the character cards the 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 conversation that we probably never can actually have about what precisely about this allows the 2018 convention pack cards to get printed again as opposed to other venues that's probably something we actually are not going to ever know the one way you can find out (laughs) includes an employee non-disclosure agreement that says you can never say (laughs) yeah even then they probably 
I don't know. I don't know if this NDA is even like stand enough to allow that to be shared. No, I'm like, sa- I'm saying not like our NDA. Oh, like, but like like you work for Wizards now. Go work on the game. And, <laughs> and after and after like three years of working in the mailroom, you can get uh, an entry level job into the accounting department, and then you can find out that Bob was just like, nah, it's too expensive. Yeah, you get the. You get this intern showing up going like, hey, listen, I know it's the first day and I got stuff to do. Why, uh, what's, how did Slipstream get into this thing and not the other one? And they're just like, hey, so, um, we gotta let you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what a first impression you're making. Um, anyway, uh, I'm curious what you all listening feel about this. Uh, well, caution, I mean, given that it's, it's Transformers and it's card games, I'm sure there's a lot of, um, no matter if they're positive or negative, there are probably some heated emotions. So uh, maybe like take a, take a sec before you respond uh, is what I'll say. Um, I, I read all comments on these things, and sometimes sometimes if a comment's real heated, it's kind of like, "Whoa, I need to take a break for a second. <laughs> like you get some of that residual heat, if you know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I just I feel like this is like at worst, this being two hundred bucks is prohibitively expensive for folks who want to buy you know, five to $6 packs of cards. And, uh, and that's always going to be, uh, something. Um, yeah, I just realized maybe another, another reason to have the booster packs in here is this is a way to offset for someone who just wants the fancy stuff. They could sell the booster packs to a friend of theirs. Who's, yeah. I don't, yeah, we'll see. We're now I'm trying to Nostradamus this whole thing. So, uh, I can't, by the way, I, I don't have future sight yet. I'm working on it. So, uh, yeah, let us know. Uh, that set was released ages ago. That said <sighs> magic. Nerds everywhere. Got him. Oh no. <laughs> hey, I gotta up- I'm trying to update some of my popper decks actually, because I still have a couple blue ones with gush in them. Um mm-hmm. I just never updated them when they banned that. Also, I heard I found out Magic Standard apparently is real busted right now with some guy turning everything into deer into, or elk. Into elk. Into elk, elk yes. Because uh, we were playing Transformers last week and people were talking about that. Uh, and then they, they kind of were leaning over to our Transformers table going like, y'all heard about that Oko? And I was like, I don't even play the game, but like one of my Transformers just turned into an elk. What did you do? What do you magic <laughs> players do? What is going on? Uh, anyway, let's just get into magic stuff. Um, to cap things off, I don't want to end too abruptly. So that's, that's Energon Edition. I can't think of much else to say right now. Uh, I'm curious how Energon Edition affects lots of things going forward. Uh, mm-hmm. those aftermarket prices and future premium stuff before we close up Aaron we are about to have wave four come out we are yeah. we are d- mere days away as of this recording uh, yep. and I'm curious like right off the top of your head just go with the first answer that pops in your mind what's something you're pretty excited to try out with wave four um I really want to try something with uh the four ofs the uh patrols no oh, the micromasters with with some of the various micromasters because now they have each of them has like a lord card basically where all those guys get some level of benefit and then find some some fifth player that plays along with that or 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 something along those lines yeah um i think ken nagel put up an article um that yes. uh, of a sample deck of of that sort and i'd like to try something like that just because yeah, hey, it's so cool. We've got these really big character, you know, these really big cards. I want to use the small ones. Yeah. And uh go from there. Plus there's a whole lot more since all of them have some like tap discard a card to do a thing type of action. It gives you a different like economy. Mm-hmm. 
in, yeah. in there. It, it, it gives you a, a definite different step into that it, rather it than you just, can, you can make an early, I turn mine sideways, you turn your sideways, and they hit each other. You, you can make an early decision, basically, depending on who's going first and what your opposition is of, like, do I want to just use tap abilities because that'll do more than just going and attacking with these guys? Or right. am I facing another four wide and I want to maintain my, you know, rhythm with the opponent? Yeah. Uh, I, I've been, like, the deck I made was Ultra Magnus, Top Shot, and uh, Starter Wave 1 Optimus. And okay. It's actually a really cool deck. <laughs> uh, it's very fun. Um, and and I, I found it was fun to make that decision early on, too, of, like, do I use Top Shot's ability right away uh, just to draw a little bit more? Uh, into my hand and uh i mm-hmm. and then i was thinking like man i want to do more with these micromasters that for me the big exciting thing about wave four is from the outside in and i'm not thinking like like very competitively here i'm thinking somewhat competitively but also thinking of just lo- longevity's sake wave four introduces like i can't actually off the top of my head just say the number of completely unique deck types wave four is introducing uh mm-hmm. and I, I think we I, like I, I felt this way when the press the advantage ban came in uh, and and it was stated specifically like that this game does not really want to power creep upwards is i feel like instead this game there's power creep in this game but it's sideways uh, yeah it's outwards and I, I really like that like you you have casualties along the way rest in peace wave one jazz i can't think of a reason to use that guy anymore <laughs> uh but i'm going way forward there's like every micromaster team well there's what four of them five of them uh, I think four something of them? like that. Yeah, the, the, four of them. They are f- like they are four decks now, uh, mm-hmm. akin to the combiners. The way that every combiner is technically a deck, which means they're not like four decks that are like we can't wait to unlock all the potential. It's like some of them are probably just going to be better than the other ones. Uh, but that's four easy decks right off the top. But then you have these characters who are just decks themselves. We got the super rare Lord Megatron is is a deck given his mechanics. Super Rare Galaxy Optimus is a deck. Omega Supreme is a deck. Trypticon is a deck. Super Rare Jetfire? Super Rare, right? I think. Whatever that Jetfire mm, is. The 15-star yeah. Jetfire is a deck. Uh, and that's just... So that's seven decks off the top right. of my head that are that are not just, like, a permutation of necessarily, like, or at least the way I'll say it is a permutation of existing deck. Some of them probably are in their mechanics or their basic layout, but, like, those are those are character-driven, like, those are decks that are built around a character. There's, like, a bunch of them yeah. now uh, getting Well, like, in. on top of that, like, since we now have that uh, alternate win-con... That one, too! Th- that's is, in there. Is that gonna like be a that, deck? I, I've really been looking at, like, my Cosmos deck that I put together. Yeah. Taking that and, like, you know, at one point in time with that Cosmos deck, when I was at the tournament, I had more than half of the deck in my hand. Mm-hmm. Like, now get in, you know, a little bit of some other technology in there, and it very well could, you know, find a way to get cards KO'd or potentially... Chain, well, most of the actions and or most of the upgrades in there were wanting to be things that weren't like the stackable ones where you can have three armored paddings, you can have three cargo trailers to just have a smaller deck. Yeah. Um, but stuff like that, like I think that there's interesting stuff to be had in just that. Like, hey, I'm going to build a deck that your first couple of turns to take a look at it, you're going to be wondering what I'm doing, and then I drop this this card to start burning cards out of my deck. Oh, alternate win con. Now I've got a different race going 
than what I did before. I'm not trading back and forth with you. I'm trying to get it to happen before you can get everything discarded. Also, let's be real. Uh, that that Decepticon one, where it's like mm-hmm. build upgrades onto the, onto someone and then have them deal 15 direct damage. That's I mean, that's not the only one, but that's an alternate win con as well. This is that 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 Autobot card whose name I can't remember now, but hopefully in the video version you're all seeing. Uh, that one is like win the game. That is a legit alternate win con. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, there are other win cons in the like what I would call win cons in the game. Like, uh, I feel like like I mean, you know, that one where you deal fifteen damage is like yeah, set up so that that fifteen damage is kind of like will break your opponent's entire line, uh, if not kill their last character. Um, but there's also like Nemesis Prime is like cycle three times and you've basically won, <laughs> uh, right? Or I feel this is actually not a proven one, but I feel like there is a win con somewhere with Menasaur, where the idea is once you form Menasaur, the fact that you have two actions per turn, your deck is somehow built around that being your win con. That like huh. once I once I form Menasaur and I can do two actions huh. a turn, I win because huh. I built my deck to make those two yeah. actions like unrelenting. The problem is getting there <laughs> right now <laughs> uh, because the Sundacons are still kind of struggling in a lot of the gameplay I've seen, uh, which is like, it's frustrating, not in a bad way necessarily. Cause I just feel like their deck is, is sitting there and I just can't see it. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm excited about wave four. I'm excited to see how I, I'm excited to see how people f- possibly get enough testing done to, to feel supremely confident about the Energon Invitational. I mean, I, I know how they can possibly do it is play the hell a lot of the game. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this int- this has introduced so much new stuff that like we're not even talking about the interactions of Wave 4 with the last three waves of characters and yeah, cards. Just uh, <laughs> Wave 4 with itself. Yeah. Uh, and, and for instance, the sheer number of new secret actions, I am excited as heck to build a deck with major shockwave that is stuffed with secret actions and just that and infiltrate and the new, uh, blue pip counter spell just to see how much I can screw with the opponent, uh, while emptying mm-hmm. their hand and just smacking them with shockwave and seeing if that works like, uh, uh, trying to see if the if the Stunicons work again, trying to tweak Metroplex and Devastator, uh, given the decks I already have put together for them. Like, yeah, I'm rubbing my hands together here. Uh, what's also going to be crazy is, like, I'm very busy this this week, and then this comes out, and then I'm also at a toy show on Sunday, missing one of the release events at one of the local stores, because they put it on Sunday. Uh so, like, I can't even just go nose deep into cards on release. Like, I can go pretty nose deep, but then I also have to get ready to take a bunch of toys to try to sell. And I got I need at least a day to prep for that. So, woo! Uh, for some people, that would be like, yeah, you're living a normal life. But I don't know. I'm not very good at it yet. Uh, that said, uh, I think that's all we really got to talk about. Aaron, anything else you want to throw out there? No. Uh, Extra Life was this weekend, and it went mostly okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, still slightly short of my shave my head goal. So I'm good, I guess. <laughs> like, um, is a, I guess a net positive in that yeah. I gotta shave my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was all right. Other than like this first six or eight hours of the day, somebody was DDoSing the, uh, uh, extra life donation pages, which you got it. There's like a VIP, uh, circle in hell. 
mm-hmm. uh, for whoever was doing that. I uh, wanted, hope they go there soon. I want to harass and potentially steal from charity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Um, um, so, yeah, find me on the internet and see where you could donate to make me go for my shave my head mm-hmm. number. And that's on topic because the Transformers trading card game is a game. Uh, yeah. So, you know, come up with donations for Aaron that relate to the game. Like, tell him, hey, do a thing with your cards and I'll I'll do this. I'll, I'll give you this sure. much. Uh, don't eat your cards. That's dangerous. Um, but, uh, yeah. Hope you all uh, are excited about Wave 4. If you're listening to this, I mean, I'm assuming you have some interest in the TCG. I know some of you who listen to these actually aren't playing. You just, uh, you know... Or like to spectate it, and uh, to you, I give a big hearty nod. Um, I'm actually curious about y'all's uh, interpretation of the Energon Edition, uh, folks who are not really in the game at all. Um, especially given the comparison to the Mythic Edition, given that it's not all cardboard, that we're getting fancy plastic cards as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious uh, what people think of it. But uh, I'm excited about this thing coming out. It's coming out right before PAX Unplugged. Uh, which, which is going to make that pretty exciting as well. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going to be at PAX Unplugged. If y'all are going, anyone listening, uh, and you're there, like hit me up, let's hang out, uh, outside of the Transformers TCG. I just have a small checklist of things I want to look into, uh, giant killer robots. Um, and, uh, what was it? Uh, there's a, there's a game that Mondo's putting out called Unmatched and then there's a Bruce Lee. And if they have the Bruce Lee at the convention, I want to get the Bruce Lee, uh, add on. Uh, apparently they worked with the estate on that uh, true story um and i started looking at I, I'm, I'm real bad about looking at games where the starter box is apparently a very good contained thing i was just looking at one by corvus belly corvus belly corvus bell the infinity people they're italian yeah um one of those they have a skirmish uh game which was apparently pretty cool and i keep forgetting its name because it's a weird word but uh, I saw it at Meeple Mart the other day when I was looking for some other stuff. And I was like, this looks really cool. And I looked up some stuff about it. Apparently, it's pretty solid. Aristea is what it's called. Um, so I have a small agenda of things I want to do. But I'm, but most of my playing is probably going to be Transformers. I'm trying to talk myself out of bringing any minis for any other games. Because it's like, will I really even do any of that? Uh, That's a lot of space and luggage as well. I'm also planning to not bring a check luggage, so I'm like, I got, I, I don't want to bring anything just in case I buy anything for the games that I want to eventually play back at home. <laughs> uh, the giant killer robot stuff, like, I'm already, I've seen, I, I, I just. I'll just quickly share this. Uh, Meeple Mart had a damaged copy of GKR go up. That's Weta Works, um, Weta Workshop's tabletop game that they kickstarted a couple years ago. Uh, okay. And that's a very expensive game. And so a damage box one went up on Meeple for like 30 bucks off. And I'd been kind of waiting for one to get cheap. So I was like, ah, let's do it. The damage was like minimal. It's like the top right corner of the box is dented. <laughs> oh, no. 30 bucks off. Okay. Uh the expansions, there's two expansions. They have them both at Meeple Mart, but, like, Weta apparently, like, marked them way down for some sale back in March. And I'm curious if they have them at the show, if they mark them as a bundle or something like that. So I'm kind of waiting. But then if I get a bundle of the two things there, like, the one of those boxes is, like, in... The boxes are enormous. And I don't know how I'd take them home. So I'm already thinking about all this stuff. Uh, anyway, that all aside, I'm rambling. Thank you all for listening. This is WTF at TCG. Aaron, thank you for joining me on this very... Hey, you're very welcome. ...this impromptu recording. Uh, and uh, hopefully uh, we will have some more of these going forward. Uh, we definitely will need to talk a little bit about Wave 4 once Wave 4 is actually out and played a little bit. Um, in the meantime, if you want more Transformers TCG stuff... 
there is a fine roster of uh, creators in the community. Um, mm-hmm. There are also a lot of them which are pushing real hard to have more written content, which I think is very cool because uh, written content is incredibly hard to like track and, and monetize the way that video and audio content is. Uh, oh, I said content a whole bunch. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, myself, like I, I, I don't like writing stuff all that much because I like writing scripts. And then reading them because they always come off better when I read them. Than if, like, if you read my scripts, you'd be like, what the hell's wrong with you? What are all these extra commas for? And I'm like, those are to help me read it out loud. Um, but yeah, check all that stuff out. Uh, I'm, I'm, the only reason I'm not name dropping anyone is at this point, there are so many solid creators. I, I don't want to risk missing someone. Uh, so, you know, just go, go do some searching. Um, they're all going to have lots of coverage of Wave 4. A lot of them have coverage leading up to Wave 4, talking about all this, now that the whole thing's spoiled. Um, you, like, we know all the cards. Like, there's a lot of pre-talk already. Uh, yeah. So, so hit that up if you're curious. Uh, as always, me and Aaron like to make ourselves available to answer questions on social media. So hit us up if you have any questions or thoughts. Uh, like, we, we don't actually, like, have any cool inside info that we can, like, answer actual questions about like that time we did a panel and people thought we were from wizards but uh yeah that's we should we should have leaned into it more but i was i as i recall this is how my brain recalls it i was about to and then you kind of said we're not with wizards before i could start pretending i was with wizards yeah (laughs) and that's not necessarily a bad thing but uh i was i was as always looking out for you before you do something extra stupid like what like what if if i if i said yeah listen we at wizards like i know we got roots with D D, and we got lots of blood sacks that's our word for blood sacrifices in the office to power our creative uh motivations but hey point that i would just stand up and walk off the stage Aaron over there wrangles the chickens uh I forgot where I was going with that. Nowhere, because that's a bunch of nonsense. We don't work for wizards. They don't do blood sacrifices that I'm aware of. Uh, that's been a podcast. Aaron, thank you for joining me. Hey, you're very welcome. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will talk to you later. Hey, hey, hey.